Hold on. My, my grandma is giving me static, asking me if I know what I'm doing. And I think we all know the answer is kind of. Uh, we're here at my baby brother's 40th birthday party. How my baby brother got older than me, I will never have any idea, but congratulations to him on his 40th birthday. And so tonight, uh, last night, we did the show with Isaiah the Tiny Player, and tonight we're doing the show, and it's get ready to learn something, get ready to get smarter, get ready to get wiser, because sitting across from me, one of my favorite people, if not my favorite person on the planet. I am so blessed that she is part of my life. My 93-year-old grandmother, the same age as the Queen of England, Hi. Meredith. Hi, Grandma. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> I am doing just fine. Are you ready for my very difficult questions? I'm going to do my best. All right. Don't guarantee anything. No, no one guarantees anything. Believe me, no one cares. We'll, do, we'll just do the best we can. Okay. And for those of you that remember my radio career way back in Seattle, we used to call you all the time. You, you, my grandma used to grandma be one. Great. Grandma Great, or, or, or as my kids call her, Grandma Great. Uh, we would call her all the time for big announcements, and, and, and she, she was the star of the show. Um, since And we're just going to kind of start way back, and we'll move forward. I just have a few. Long time. Yeah, long time. But uh, since, since just this last week, a big deal, World War II, the anniversary of D-Day. Um, I graduated from I was going to say, why don't you tell us what you were doing, what you remember of World War II and D-Day? Well, D-Day was the day I graduated from high school. And it was a very somber day because the next day, lots of the guys in my class went off to war. And they allowed them to graduate. And then that was it. Away they went and didn't see them again. It was sad. Did it affect the mood of your entire high school years? Because the entire time while you were in high school, Europe was at war. Um, what, what other memories do you have from World War II and, and that era? I know growing up you would tell me a story about rations and things. I, explain the types of things that, that, that got rationed that maybe my generation, especially my kids, don't understand. Uh, well, I think I understand it, but like sugar was rationed. Flour was rationed sometimes, and uh, uh, shortening was hard. Coffee, my dad loved coffee, and that was rationed. So there was a lot of things you just couldn't get anymore. They came from different climates, you know, in different countries, so you didn't get them. Huh? Like, like, for example, like how much would a family get in a week? Just enough to get by or not enough to get by, or would it depend? Or No, uh, basic things what we all had enough of. It was just special things that you liked that you may not get any of or not get enough of, but it wasn't, I mean, we had normal things to eat. None of us went starving or anything. You know, it wasn't like that, so. Going all the way back then, from the day you graduated high school on D-Day, to here we are now, 2019, 93 years old, 
Um, I, I know it's hard to kind of pick one thing, and, and you can pick a couple, but, but to your eyes, because you're a very smart, astute lady, what do you think, or, or, or what, what do you think is like the biggest differences that, that, that you've seen? Either, not just technology, but the, the attitudes of humans, or whatever direction you want to take that question, is what do you think is the biggest difference between when you were growing up to now? Uh, politeness, I think. This generation uh, is not all that polite, I don't think. You know? Uh, just a big difference that way. I've always been complimented on my manners, but but even but, but even me, you, you you think that's the biggest thing is is oh, politeness well, and etiquette and. Well, it's not necessarily etiquette, but politeness in this generation seems to have uh, kind of gone out in left field someplace. <laughs> Do you think your generation was? more patient and more kind than people are now, or about the same? Well, we really didn't have a choice, I think. I think we were a little more patient and kind, and we didn't have the things that you have now. You know, you, you have so much now, and uh, we didn't have all that stuff. So I think that makes a big, big difference. Do you think people are more selfish now? Well, some are. But some are really, really kind, too. So you just have both, you know. Depends on who you're with. <laughs> Can we fast forward to present day, if you don't mind? Let's talk politics, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. Who do we want to see run against Trump? Oh, golly. Ooh. Is there anyone we like? We have 20-plus we have people yeah. going. Is there anyone, anyone in the field that, that you like that you've been impressed by so far? like Biden, but I don't know that much about him. So. Well, he was the vice president. You, I mean, yeah. you know enough about him, yeah. so. Yeah, I, I, I kind of liked him. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm in the anybody but Trump camp. I, I, really, uh, don't, I really don't care who it is. As long as we can get that guy on the side of the road picking up garbage, I'm fine with it. I'm with you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> totally with you. <laughs> uh. Name one question. You shouldn't ask old people. Oh, dear. That's pretty hard. You know, ask them about anything, especially how old they are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're all so proud we made it here. So That's <laughs> right. We made it this age. So. Yeah. I have a random aside for you. I just want to tell everyone how, how, how great... Uh, my grandma is at, at, at 93 years old. And given there's not a lot of news here in Spokangelis, but a couple years ago, my grandma, when did you stop delivering food for Meals on Wheels? About a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah, I did it for 20 years. 20 years at 92. And towards the end of that, you were almost exclusively delivering food to people that were younger than you. Were some that were old too, you know, that age, but then a lot, a lot of them are younger. And that old. yeah, and I know, uh, uh, growing up a, a Methodist, I know that faith has always played a very important role in 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 in, in your life. Um, and a big part of Methodism is 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 volunteering and giving back back to the community. Um, how how has that? How has being a Methodist, you think? affected your worldview and your desire to give back to society? I don't think being a Methodist has done it, just being a, a Christian, you know, and, and having values that you believe in and you live by. That's the main thing. 
because a couple years ago, the lo- it, my grandma's so impressive, the local news station came and did an entire news package about my grandma. And, and here at 93, so crisp, and everyone is falling in love with you right now that hasn't had a chance to heard you talk before. What do, do, you ha- do you have a secret to this longevity? Do you have a secret to this uh, mental Christmas you still possess? Because, because if, if I'm 93, or if anyone is still 93, and doing half as good as you are, we're doing pretty good. Is it the wine? No, but that doesn't hurt me at all. One <laughs> glass of wine every day. Now I, and how how many years do you think you've had one glass of wine a day? Oh, probably maybe 15, 20. I don't know. Long time. It seems longer than 15 or 20. <laughs> probably maybe 50. Well, but no, because when your grandpa was alive, why we had a, a, a cocktail every night before dinner, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, Pre-dinner cocktail. Scotch and soda, yeah. Scotch and soda, yeah. (laughs) I like... I, li- I, li- I like uh, Irish whiskey and ice. Is that, an, uh, is that an appropriate drink for an adult or no? That's all right. Okay. It's just a little sweeter. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Scot- yeah. scotch and soda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a random one. I-, I already asked you to name one question you shouldn't ask old people. We skipped past that. Um, any advice, and, and I know you hate giving advice, even though you kind of like it, um, but what-, what advice do you have, like, 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 like for young people? Like, like, or, or, let me ask the question a better way. If you could go back and tell your 25-year-old self one thing, what would that be? I think just be outgoing and be kind to all those you meet. If you're not kind, forget it. <laughs> be kind to everyone you meet. And laugh a lot. And laugh as much as you can. Absolutely. That's why I like being part of this family. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. No one wants to be around a downer. No. No. I could still lay on the floor, you know, and put my, uh, on my back and put my legs all the way on the back of me. So that isn't too bad. No, it's impressive. Um, any chance the Golden State Warriors can come all the way back? Well, probably they might. <laughs> probably they might. We've got, we've got game six coming up on Thursday. Will the Warriors even the series, the series, or does Toronto deliver a win that Canada will never forget? Well, I think maybe they can do it. I think they can maybe win it. Okay. All right. If you're in charge of the music, after a gay pride uh, uh, event, like there's a gay pride after party, and you're in charge of the music, what's the first song you play? I would not have the remotest idea for something like that. <laughs> no way. I don't know. <laughs> you have season tickets to the symphony. Yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite symphony of all time? Uh, I think the Pines of Rome. <laughs> and and who, who... Respigi. 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 The Pines of Rome. So, so everyone, as soon as this podcast is done, <laughs> as fast as you can... Type in the Pines of Rome, and uh, you'll be there. I, I mean, I, I love classical music, too, and, and I love symphonies. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I'm a Beethoven and a Mozart and a Brahms man, and when it, when it comes to uh, the violin, I have a lot of respect for Paganini and so on. But this, this is the weird thing. For all the amazingly complex things that Beethoven did, all the movies, amazing, amazing, amazing. To me, the most beautiful thing he ever did 
was the simplest thing he ever did, which is Moonlight Sonata. What lesson can we learn from that? Uh, it's only the first half that's simple. The last half is really fast and not the same. <laughs> she knows more about classical music than I do. And, uh, and we, have, we, have, we have one more uh, question for you, Grandma. Uh, you've lived in Spokane for quite some time now. Uh, what's the best part, you think, or what are your favorite parts about living in Spokane? The friendliness of the people here. I found that when I first moved here. They are very friendly. Walk in a store and people look at you and smile. It's not like if you're in some cities where people frown all the time. It's a friendly city. It really is. Uh, one more thing that, that I think is kind of uh, interesting about uh, 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 your life is when, when my mom was growing up, and this wasn't uh, uh, very common back in the day, but you were always a working woman. You, uh, uh, right? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, but I didn't work when they were growing up. Right, but you still, you were a working woman. Uh-huh. You worked in the 50s. I worked for Western Airlines. You worked in the 60s. Yeah. Worked in the 70s. Uh, that was about it. Yeah. That, that, was, that was about it. Um, what, what was it like going into the workplace as, 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 as a woman in the fifties? Did, did, did it, was there, um, I don't really have a good ending to that question, but I, but I think, you know, what, what I'm, what, what, what I'm getting at just, just culturally was, was it, was it just very chauvinistic and male dominant or, or was it accepting to a beautiful young lady like yourself or did you face uh, challenges that uh, this generation, although we're not there yet, uh, things have gotten significantly better for? Um, I don't think I had too much of a problem because I was a secretary. So you weren't doing, you know, I wasn't competing against the women that were trying to make a go of it in the modern uh, business world. So, were you were you ever uh, was it was it socially acceptable to treat secretaries poorly then, or did it just depend on the boss and the work culture? It depends on the boss. I had some great bosses. One boss, one time, where I was taking dictation for a bunch of, of men there, and. Uh, all of a sudden, my boss says, I think Meredith's got to go. She's got a hair appointment. She, she doesn't want to be late for so we'll just do this when she comes back. So pretty nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm impressed. Thank you much for hanging out, Grandma. Usually, usually, uh, well, thank you very much. Usually, usually I, I end the show in a, a grand a finale where I hit a paddle ball with a flame on it. Oh, and, and obviously, uh, I call it Paleta Bola de Fuego because I'm so good with Spanish. I'm so good with it. Um, I'm, not, I'm kidding. Um, however, uh, uh, tonight, I, I just, I just want to bring up two quick things. If, if you have not seen um, one of... I, I, on, I only have three, three heroes that... Uh, well, 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 three. I, I, have, I have a family hero who, who my grandma was, was married to forever, and he's my real hero, and have, 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 have tattoos to prove it, that uh, Captain R.O. Elsenson was, a, was my man. You don't like my tattoo of your husband? No. It's a beautiful piece, Grandma. It's a beautiful piece. I'm not in favor of tattoos. It's a beautiful piece. You get 90 years old and they start sagging and looking terrible. <laughs> no way. Yeah. The, that tattoo's always going to look great. <laughs> but 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 in ter- like uh, like professional heroes and others I look up to, uh, I lo- you, people know I love I love Muhammad Ali 
and then but but he's not he's he's not he's not in my biz. But but then uh, uh, David Letterman, huge influence, and then another one, John Stewart. And if you haven't seen John Stewart testifying today on Capitol Hill about the 9/11 Victims Fund and about how these excuse my language grammar, but but the, the I'm not going to curse the, the, the these Congress people who just refuse to do their job and take care of these first responders, and when John Stewart called them out and told them that they should be ashamed and it was a taint on the institution of Congress, it made me so proud to be an American in that moment and, and so proud of John Stewart, and hopefully it's the kind of thing that gets things done. Also, the morons that, uh, that are so obsessed with the border wall that set up a GoFundMe account. A GoFundMe account, Grandma, is like... Um, Basically, you set up a, like a charity online and, and, and rent. You know what a GoFundMe account is? Yeah. All right, great. So anyway, so they did this GoFundMe account so they could build their own border wall. Um, they didn't. They didn't go through the specs uh, good enough and the location because <laughs> there's 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 a monument of some a natural monument near this border wall they built. So a judge says, "Congratulations, you built it. You're not allowed to close the gate." Ha ha ha! In their face, Grandma. Very good. Ha ha ha! In their face, and uh, and that's our show. Thank you, Grandma. You're very welcome, and I'm very proud of you. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're proud of me for. I haven't done anything other than other than be your grandson, which is. One of one of the greatest gifts in life that, that, that I've ever gotten. So you're the bestest. Oh, thank you, dear. Love oh, you. All right. I love you, too. Summer vacation number two. It's in the books. We'll be back tomorrow. What's going to happen? I don't know. We'll see you then. Adios, amigos.